The Lions. Yes, the Lions are a playoff team, people. I'm like, like I legit, they can be a playoff team this year. Is that, that's gotta be the craziest thing. It's December 12th. You're waking up. It's a nice cold December day. When was the last time it was December 12th and you were listening to a podcast about Detroit Lions football and you're like, you know, he's not crazy. There is a path to the playoffs. You know what? Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. I realized that there's nothing, nothing more than I enjoy than watching Dan Campbell have no voice in the locker room after a win. There's nothing better than that. Like, seeing him not have a voice because he's been yelling and screaming at the refs, yelling and screaming at the boys, Not him not having a voice makes me know in the back of my head, this is what we want. This is it. This is awesome. All right, well, in the fact that he threw out the whole entire playbook, he did anything and everything to win this game. Fake punts. Penesul's catch. Uh, St. Brown was taking rushing yards. Uh, Williams being back and then them throwing a bomb to him for a touchdown. What was it? 11 targeted receivers, 9 of them with receptions. I mean, everything on offense was being thrown at him. The blitz packages was completely different today. I mean, they were throwing the kitchen sink at the Vikings. The commentators are saying it during the game that the Vikings were trying to play the Vikings offense was trying to play to the Lions defense because they were throwing so many different packages at them. I mean, that's the difference. That's what you want to see. You want to see a team that's fighting in December for a playoff position. I had Vikings fans texting me and being like, you know, there's not only a pathway for you guys to win uh, and get in the playoffs, there's a pathway for you guys to win the damn division. I mean, like, that's how good we look. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only person in this world. Detroit fans are not the only people in this world that are like, you guys are a playoff team. You could be a playoff team. Is there a pathway and is it treacherous? Yes. But there's a path. That's all you ask for on December 12th. All right, today. I said I said right after the Thanksgiving game when we lost to the Bills that we would go 5 and 1. Even when I was super depressed, I was like there's still a pathway for us to go 5 and 1. Guess what? The one loss that I had was this game. This is the law. I, I I looked at the schedule and I said, this is where we lose. This is where it all goes to hell. We're going to lose this game and then we got to fight all the way back. No, we were never down. We were never down. We had the game in the bag the whole entire way. That's what you, like, Jared Goff, I've been begging for him to be, uh, for us to draft Bryce Young. Not anymore. Look, he is the sixth best quarterback according to the QBR rankings, right? He's the he has the sixth best QBR in the NFL. He's better than Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, Tom Brady, Kenny Pickett, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I mean, the bigger Mayfield, Carson Wentz. I mean, he is not a bad quarterback. We have got to stop. We have got to stop thinking he's bad. In in in. I'm the one, me, I have to stop. I have to stop thinking he's a bad quarterback. He can get it done. He's doing it. He's the guy. He's getting it done for us. We have to believe in him. 
He I mean he get, he's spreading the ball across the field, getting everybody involved, being a great being a great vessel for this awesome uh, offense that Ben Johnson's running. We have to believe in him. He's our guy. The grass is not always greener on the other side. You have to believe that he can get it done. I mean, my God, guys, look at like these stats today are unbelievable. 34 points against the Vikings. Obviously, they're off. their defense is terrible. That's what they'll tell you. Everybody's like, oh, the Vikings defense is so bad. The Vikings Look, maybe we're good. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think that the Tiger that the Tigers, the, the Lions are good? Do you ever think about that? 464 yards. Uh, what is that? 18 first downs, four uh, f- uh rushing first downs, 18 passing first downs. Seven, 27 for 39 uh, passing, 8 yards per pass, 134 on the ground, 2 for 2 in the red zone, all, uh, 7 penalties. I mean, we gave him 51 yards, and we still dominated. God, and by the way, this defense has completely changed. Since week 8, we haven't given up 30 points. We haven't given up 30 points since week 8. AG has completely changed this defense. The secondary is starting to figure some things out. The blitz packaging. The blitz packaging is completely different than what we are used to. We're blitzing multiple people. Hutchinson's getting to the quarterback more than ever, earning a rookie of the year spot. I I, I can't be more positive. I don't remember a time. In this podcast history, there has never been a time that I've been this positive. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The pass rushing looks good. The secondary, while it does look weak at times, can figure it out and make themselves. I mean, Justin Jefferson did whatever he wanted today, it felt like at times. But overall, they dominated the game, it felt like. The linebacking core looks good. Rodrigo's obviously the guy. He's obviously what we want to build around. He's that old school type of linebacker that we want that you want to build around. But we're figuring it out. We're one year away of drafting all defensive players and actually spending money on the defense because we've spent the 32nd most on defense, which is the least in the NFL. We're one offseason away from completely turning that side of the ball around. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable how good I feel. We're six and seven. It's December twelfth, and I'm honestly on fifty on uh, five thirty eight. They have a little like if you you can plug in like oh if we beat these guys and these guys lose here, what's our playoff percentage? We have a chance. I figured it out. We have to win out, but we have a chance to make the playoffs. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So let's. Let's go on. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the future of the Lions. But in order to talk about the future, you have to talk about the past. We're 6-7, and seven, which is not a winning record. But, you know, I think we're quick to forget about the past, aren't we? Let's look at our seven losses. Eagles. They're a playoff team. Minnesota. That's a playoff team. Seattle. That's a playoff team. New England. That's a bad loss. But they, you know, they're sniffing around for a playoff. Dallas. Playoff team. Miami, playoff team. Bills, that's a Super Bowl team. We're not losing ba- we're not losing to bad teams. 
So then when I look at our we're not losing to non-playoff teams. So then when I look at our schedule and I can and I'm figuring out like we win the games we're supposed to. Yeah, we haven't won one of these games. We haven't beaten a playoff team, so that's not good if we make the playoffs. Or we're not making a run at the Super Bowl. That's I'm not crazy. But we beat the teams we're supposed to. So then when I look at the next couple games, and it's the Jets, Carolina, and it's the Bears and the Packers. It's not crazy to think we can win out. We beat teams we're supposed to. Right now, as of Sunday at uh, midnight Eastern, we're a one-point dog at the Jets next week. That that line could be... that's. We don't know if White's going to be in. We don't know what the Jets are going to look like next week. We don't know if Flacco's going to be the quarterback or Zach Wilson. You don't know what the Jets are going to look like. You're telling me you're going to... I love the Lions next week. Carolina, they looked good against Seattle today. Whoopty freaking do. We can beat them. The Bears, they want to lose. We can beat them and the Packers. Yeah, they're really stable right now. We can win out. If we just beat right now, as of right now, as of this recording, we have a 22% chance to make the playoffs. That's still a chance that's better than zero. And if you beat the Jets, you go up to 38% chance of making it to the playoffs, according to 538. That's crazy that it's December 12th and we're I'm even talking about this. Why can't we? This is what we need to happen. We need to win out. That's tough. I'm not going to lie. But you're also rooting for the Commanders and the Giants to lose? I like taking that bet. I like doing that. I'll take that. If you told me at the beginning of the season that that's what I needed, I'll take that. <sighs> that's the longest I've talked about the Lions. But God, isn't this a great day? It's Let's just take a moment. I know I've said it a thousand times, but I want to say it one more time. It's December 12th, and we're talking about a path for the Lions to be a playoff team. <gasps> what a time to be alive, people. All right, by the way, if you're on YouTube or you're noticing the mic being changed a lot and moving around, I uh, I just got back from a resort here in Phoenix, Arizona, and they had an ice luge. And so what you do is you get on like a tube, an inner tube, and, you know, I'm noticing that I'm getting really old because every single podcast I talk about a different injury. And I got on the luge, and I slipped, and I fell, and it landed on my shoulder. So currently... My right hand can't really use it, so I have to move around. I've got I got my notes, and all my hand can do is scroll down on my notes. And my left hand dominates the mic, so yeah, I'm getting I'm getting old. <laughs> all right, next Red Wings two points against Tampa Bay this week. Then they got beat down against Florida. I did the live stream. Honestly, I'm starting to do something different with this live stream. It's a lot of fun when it's a beat down. When we beat somebody down, or we're gonna get beat down. I'm doing races. I'm like. You know, I might I might sell my Twitter. I, honestly, I might tell you my last name uh, on these live streams where we're getting beat down. It's anything goes. We're drinking beer. We're telling stories. It's a fun time. So make sure you log in uh, if we do get beat down. It's a time. And then we lose to uh, Dallas at overtime. I didn't, honestly didn't watch it because I was busy taking an ACT test. At least I'm honest, right? You get one point. Uh, next week, Carolina at home at Minnesota. I think that's a that I know it's on a Wednesday night. I'm thinking that might be the live stream for next week. If it's not that, then it's going to be Ottawa at home. 
Honestly, you should win. You should win two out of three. You should win two out of three. It's such a grueling. It's, it's such a grueling season. But here's the thing. Right now, we're not in the playoffs as of right now. But the, it feels like the Atlantic has six teams that have a legitimate case on being a playoff team. And then you then you look then you look at the other side, and you're looking at the Eastern Conference, and you're like. There are 13 teams. Maybe I'm being nice to Montreal, but it feels like there are 13 teams that are like, hey, we can be a playoff team. Why can't we be in the West? The West would be a playoff team. We'd be like a three seed this year, it feels like. we. It's just not fair. It's not fair. Also, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Um, tickets for the Coyotes-Red Wings game, $160. I'm going to start a GoFundMe, so I hope I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready for that. All right, Pistons. Let's talk about the Pistons. Uh, I got I got my Tankathon uh, lottery simulator uh, because it's – I mean, what's the point? Killian Hayes looks good. Do you want to talk about anything else? Do you want me to touch on anything? Uh, yeah, we beat the Heat. We lost to Zion, and we lost to the Memphis, and we lost to the Lakers. Next week, we go to Charlotte, loss. We play the beam team at home, uh, loss. And we play Brooklyn. Maybe a win. And there's just no point. There's no There's no point to talking about the Pistons. We're wasting my time. So let's do the Tankathon. Uh, tankathon.com backslash uh, our underscore mock draft. Let's do it. Let's, sim- let's simulate the lottery and let's see who we get. Uh, hold on, mock. Okay, perfect. I just simulated fifth pick. I think that's what we got last week, too. Brandon Miller, small forward from Alabama. All right. Fifth pick. When Bayama went to the Charlotte Hornets. It's not good, people. <laughs> uh, all right. I wrote a blog about the Tigers this week, about the winter meetings. Disappointing is, like, the one word I'm going to use. I was talking to my dad about it, so shout out to him. He's going to love this. But last year... The one stat that you need to hang your hat on is that we finish last in runs. But it's not – I feel like you heard last in runs, but I don't think you, like, put it in your brain last in runs. Let me tell you how bad it was. We finished 83 runs behind the Royals, 129 runs behind the White Sox, 139 runs behind the Twins, and 141 runs against the Guardians. 141 runs behind the Cleveland Guardians. So so as a GM, when you come in, Scott Harris, what's your first thought? It's, hey, here's a problem. I need to fix it, right? That's the natural thought. So what does he do? Gets rid of the hitting coach and gets a new one. Okay, how many do, how many runs do you think a hitting coach gets you? 20, 30 runs, a good one? Let's say, that, let's say you had the worst hitting coach and you get the best hitting coach. How many runs is that? 30 runs. You're still down... 53 runs from the Royals, right? So now you got to figure out 50 runs, okay? So let's say Austin Meadows is fully healthy. Is he 50 runs better than Victor Reyes? How are we not going in the free agency pool and spending a couple dollars in a, when you have a chance and the roster to win the AL Central if you get a couple hitters? You can't tell me that you can't get Dansby Swanson to be your second baseman slash shortstop, or you can move Javi to second, either or. Brandon Drury sitting right there, and you've got a guy like David Peralta sitting right there, or Will Myers, another outfielder that you're going to need. You can't tell me that we can't afford that. You just spent $10 million on Matt Boyd. Who's going to pitch? 
20 games, maybe, in relief? Like, you can't tell me there's not cash underneath the, like, the register. Like, get some cash out of the register. Go get some hitters. Because you can find 141 runs. You can pay for that. Because if you do, guess what? You're a playoff team, Scott Harris. You're right there. The answer is clear as day. Go get it. It's right there. It's just so frustrating because I feel like I feel like we're this close to being a playoff team. I feel like we. it's like if you just spend $50 million, you're going to get there. And even if you spend $50 million, you're what? This 12th biggest payroll in the major leagues? Like, like we're not asking for the Illiches to, like, give a billion dollars like Stephen Cohen. No, no, that's not what we're asking for. Just be above average on the payroll, and you're a playoff team. I, I, I just, you're right there. I mean, you're right there. Right there. All right, let's go into European Minute. 16 minutes of Detroit sports. That's a lot. That's a, I think that's the most. I think I just capped it. I think I... And my shoulder. So, all right, let's get into European minutes. World Cup time in three, two, one. All right, I saw the Geo story uh, that Geo Reyna wasn't playing hard in practice, and that's why he didn't get to play. Get Greg out, dude. He's so petty. He's so petty. This is like I, I'm seeing right through it. I think this is Greg reading his headlines and being like, "I got to get a Geo Reyna story out. Get out of here, dude. I hate Greg so much." On to the World Cup. Croatia is nothing to be messed with, and Brazil found it out the hard way. Argentina better keep, like, better be locked in. I think they're going to try to sleepwalk through Croatia, and that's exactly what Croatia wants. The problem with Argentina is they've got nothing other than Messi. Nothing. Speaking about why he's the GOAT, and I think Argentina wins, but I think it's closer than you think. Speaking of why Messi's the GOAT, LOL. Shout out to Pinaldo for getting eliminated by Morocco. If you're a Ronaldo guy, shut up for the rest of your life. He's clearly not the GOAT. It's clearly messy. Morocco plays the greatest team ever assembled. France is so, so good and so well coached. And, they, and Mbappe is the second best player in the world behind Messi. And that's been your European Minute. All right. Actually, last week uh, I did a one sentence, one sentence per NFL team, and it made me laugh. I, I, I watched it back, and I was like, that is a funny bit. So I'm going to do it again. Uh, one sentence for every single NFL game starting now. Um, Vegas, Rams, Baker Mayfield, comma. You understand that you're supposed to lose. That's the deal that we have for the Rams. That was a really long run-on sentence, but you're supposed to lose. Jets, Buffalo, ugly, ugly game. Buffalo is really good. Don't talk crap about Josh Allen. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a different gear. They're just they're built different. Houston, Dallas, Dallas sleepwalks. Houston tanks. Dallas wins. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville, ugly for Tennessee. You need to win that game. But Jacksonville, sneaky. Uh, Philadelphia, New York. Philadelphia is the real deal. Sentence, parentheses. It's going to be ugly here in Arizona when Philly fans come and invade Arizona. It's going to be ugly. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Baltimore is the most unlucky team in the NFL. They just they just they just get every it feels like they get every injury. It's crazy. Pittsburgh Mitch is not the guy. Kansas City Denver. Good job Russell Wilson. Not enough. That's my sentence. San Francisco Tampa Bay. Tom should have retired. Semicolon. 49ers are the real deal. I saw Jerry Rice talking smack about Kyle Shanahan. 
there is nobody who I love more than Kyle Shanahan in the NFL. I think he's the best coach in the NFL. I really do. Carolina at Seattle. I'm just going to say surprising. That's surprising. It really is. Miami at Los Angeles. You didn't see it coming? Really, you didn't? Everybody's picking Miami. Chargers need to win. You didn't see it coming? I think it was clear as day. And that's been the NFL. Every single team gets one sentence. NCAA, prayers up uh, for Mike Leach. I hope he's okay. Um, great ambassador for the game. Changed the game. Um, I hope he's. I really hope he's okay. He's such a fun guy to watch. And all of his teams are so great. And he's a fun guy. Like you wanna, you're rooting for the person. I, I really hope he's okay. Um, college basketball, I see you. Just a couple of quick takeaways. It's not college basketball season yet, but I'm watching. I've got my eyes. I got a couple college basketball futures that UConn to win the Big East. I love that. Sonogo is the real deal. Texas, I've got them to win the conference. They've got when Carr and Allen are on, they're on. And also, I have Virginia to win the whole thing. I love that. And I have Gonzaga to win the whole thing. I hate that. They're trash and they're terrible. And it sucks that I have that. And also, Big Ten. The Big Ten might have 12 good teams. Penn State and Nebraska proved it on Saturday that they might have 12 good teams that you can't sleepwalk through anybody. It's crazy. All right, final thoughts. I've already been long enough. I've already been long-winded enough. Final thoughts. Uh, I'm a huge UFC fan. I'm a huge boxing fan. Bud Crawford and Patty the Batty are definitely in my top 10 favorite fighters, no doubt. Obviously, I love sports. I, I mean, I have a damn podcast about it. Obviously, look behind me. I love any and every sport there is. There's nothing more stressful than watching your favorite fighter fight. There's nothing more stressful than that. It is the most fun and the most stressed you will ever get. Because the last thing you want to do is watch your fighter get beat. That is such a gut-wrenching moment. Like, I'm thinking back to Jorge Masvidal losing to Usman. And he got knocked out. I I don't think I ate for the next 12 hours. It's just so hard. It is so hard to watch that happen. But I love it. It's the best. God bless. Go Detroit Sports. Look out. Lions are good, people. Talk to you soon. Make sure you like and subscribe.